All right, before we get started, just want to let you guys know this is not a podcast for your grandma. Unless your grandma likes to talk shit like we do. <laughs> Let's go. Yo, first and foremost, you know what it is. A middle finger to what it ain't. It's your boy, Rashim, And of course, my guy, TZ. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Muse. TZ, how you feeling, dog? I'm feeling good, man. You know, start of another week. We really in this thing, man. Exciting stuff coming on the way. Bro, really, really deep into 2021 right now. We got Donald Trump out the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> TZ, I know you happy about Donald Trump me out the motherfucker. Bro, I'm fucking ecstatic, my nigga. I'm ecstatic, bro. They <laughs> don't mean I'm be- super excited for Biden, but I'm just happy to see that nigga out of there. You think you gonna get that stimmy anytime soon? Man, if you don't give me that stimmy, I'm gonna come <laughs> with the Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> my money, man. Goddamn, Timmy, Timmy Neutron, nigga. <laughs> <Or Jimmy? laughs> I'm dead, bro. Hey, bro. Yeah, we gotta hey, get our money, they had, bro. They had a crossover, so that that worked, man. But hey, TZ, bro, what we talking about today, my nigga? What we on, bro? <laughs> today we coming up with another exclusive interview with the homie, Exclu- man. This shit is exciting, man. You know, we only co-sign artists that we feel are actually talented who oh, really yeah. bring something to the table. So whenever you see behind the music interview, you know we got some good content for y'all, yeah, man. So I'm excited. Yes, sir. Yeah, sir. Boy, dumb excited, man. This nigga is fire, bro. You're going to run and get his music immediately. And, bro, without further ado, let's get to it. Hey, ladies, if you find it in the sand on the beach, pussy good, stacking bands, you a freak, clap your hands. Left your man at the house, we should freak them dress on. We don't wanna see that blouse, girl. To all the fellas in this bitch right now. It's hotter than cheese eggs and some grits right now. Let it go. We ain't tryna act cool, let it go. But we finna act the fool, let it flow, just let it go. Just let it go. Alright, so the artist we have for you guys today is dope as hell, bruh. Yo, like an edgy yet smooth raconteur with his unique storytelling ability, a true lyricist, and definitely got some shit you ladies can shake a tail feather to your dick. <laughs> a fan of his put us on his music. I listened to his album, The More You Know, and immediately was like, bruh, I gotta bang this dude line. Like, please do an interview with us. Like, we, we gotta have you. A true poet. An added bonus, he from The Rock. Nigga, Lil Rock, stand up for your very own K-Ray. K-Ray, how you living, dog? Fellas, I'm living good, man. How y'all doing? Yo, man, yeah, chilling, man. bro. Good to have you on the show, my guy. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this show's going to be good, man. I feel like we yeah. got a lot of good questions here for you, man. Obviously, when we do interviews, we really look into what the artists put out, you know? So the more you know is the album. If y'all haven't heard that, check that out. Please. If you haven't checked it out, by the end of this interview, you're going to be eager to check that shit out, man. So anyway, let's oh, get straight you, to it, bro. The way we start these interviews off, you already know. Who is your you top know. five hip-hop rappers of all time? Okay, ready? Let's go. Woo! I hate this question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Um, I hate it. I'm going to answer it in two parts. So we might end up with like eight, but I'm answering it in two parts. Is that all right? Okay, okay. let's go. Let's, yeah, go. Okay. let's different. So, so top five, my, my personal top five, not even in no specific ranking. Got Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. We got, ah, I got I to gotta put Drake in it. I got to put Drake in it. Oh, la, 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 la. Um, man, thank you, man. Thank you. Black Thought. Ooh. 
Okay. Black Thought. And, and I got to ride my man Lupe. Nice. Damn. Yo, Lupe is Teezy like favorite rapper, goddamn. I have a lot of respect for them last two artists. That, that, that would got to be my top five. Then I got some honorable mentions. Uh, The late, great MF Doom. Um, okay. Yeah. I want to throw. I want to throw Jay Z in there and gotcha, gotcha. uh, Tupac for good measure. Okay, damn. Yeah, damn. I can say a lot about that list, bro. But I, I got to give you a round of applause for Black bro, Lupe. Get this man a round of applause. <laughs> that, that meant a lot to a nigga like me. Yeah, <laughs> so bro, he, get, he don't actually, get enough love, man. He, he don't, bro. Do he, he don't. He, he don't, been making waves lately, though. He been doing. He been making all the right moves. He dropped his album um in twenty twenty. That actually made our top ten rap list. Yeah, it did. He fuck yeah. with Black Thought a lot. I have a lot of respect for dude. Man, yeah, like, yeah. He, he gets he is so overlooked and like I don't want to say disrespected, but he just like he just overlooked, man. Like we really need to get talked about because he wraps circles around everybody, circles, bro. Like oh, yeah. really, just just really talented, and he's been around for a minute. But I also want to speak on your first three. You know, the J Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. I don't care what nobody say. Them them the guys of our generation. Like exactly. if you if you was fucking with rap from twenty ten and on, how can you not say them three names? Now, obviously, when people have that goat list, they sometimes you may be J Cole and may get left out just off of like how long they've been around. But you also got to talk yeah, about who yeah. you're talking to too. If you asking like somebody that's like thirty five and older, they're not going to include them. But that's yeah. Fair. Like yeah. our age group, that like the ones that ones of us that that came up on mixtape, like the mixtape era rap, like right. yeah, them three, them right. and you got Wale and Wiz and Currency and all of them, but like them three, like yeah, them and them three on the Mount Rushmore. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah, you definitely you definitely named some artists that I can definitely see some type of influence in your music, man. So that's actually crazy because I was thinking about I was listening to I can't remember the actual song, but I was thinking about Currency when you was uh. It might have been uh, 4 a.m. It might be Susan Carmichael, where I was thinking, okay. like, oh, this man kind of got, like, a currency vibe to him, man. So, yeah, I, I could definitely see that for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got big, big shout-out to the hospital currency, man. This whole time I'm dreaming. Don't wake me. I'm not sure of the meaning. I feel a slight tug on my shirt. I look down. It's a small black girl. Told me she was six. Front tooth missing, tied her head with a ribbon, put another out the sky. Wonder how she was different, the way she made it disappear. So my attention, she had it magic, the black girl kind. This black girl kind, she said, Sir, I have a problem, so my house can we find? I'm running out of time. So, speak, so speaking of Susie Carmichael, bro, like, ah, oh man. That, that song has so many layers to it dog like it's crazy and we, we we've been trying to like peel it back ourselves but we got to ask you about it bro like what was the inspiration for uh that part of the song where you spoke on like the Susie Carmichael the the little black girl who was running away from the cops like what was the inspiration of like what was going on there uh, it was it was actually uh it was actually a dream that I had um it wasn't like nothing oh, wow. that actually happened but yeah it was a, it was a dream it was right around the time when um George Floyd, like all that stuff had happened, like back in the summer. Yeah. Like getting on Twitter, CNN, like that's all you seeing on the timeline for weeks. Like just like taking all of that into your subconscious and all of that. Like you just one night, I just had like a real crazy dream about it. Like pinned it out in the song. It's pretty much how it happened. And like I woke up and yeah. I legit had no idea like what happened after it. And I was pissed. I'm like, bro, even in my fucking dream, we I don't even know if we winning or not. Like, damn. Yeah. Damn, that's deep, man. Like now I'm a now I feel guilty. I'm a black man. I'm like, 
all you see is protect black women, which is real. Like, cause it like George Floyd was like the kind of catalyst that kind of started like everything last year. But like, for sure, yeah, it was open season on black women, open season on black people. So in the, in the vein of protecting black women, I'm like, yo, I got this little girl that I mean, I don't personally know her, but in this instance, it doesn't matter that I know her. Like, it's because it takes a village. So like, yeah. in this situation, she's my responsibility until I get her back to the crib. And it's like, yeah. I don't even know what happened. And that's why I appreciate about uh, that track and your storytelling ability is is very unpredictable. And I like the different things that you touch. Like, it's very easy for somebody to tell stories and they're telling the same story you hear. That is yeah. not a story you've heard in any other in any other format. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not hearing that from anybody rapping today. But that, like, like Rasheen was saying, that track itself is very layered. There's also a part of that track that really stood out to me is probably probably my favorite moment of the entire album pretty much going like this spoken word tirade at the end of the track ah, and it yeah. reminded me <laughs> a lot of the end up to Bimper butterfly where kendrick talks to pop i'm, yeah, I'm curious was there was there a different inspiration for that part of the song was the same inspiration with the the suzy carmichael part where it was like a drink no, I, like you, you, you hit the nail on the head. That, uh, like, cause the the poem that Kendrick was spitting at the end of the album, like at the end of the last track, it was like he started it like around track five on the "To Pimp a Butterfly," and like after every track after that, he would add a little more, and then at the end of the album, he just said the whole thing. I've seen him do it, uh, JID on his uh on his first like album, "The Never Story." He did something similar. So, Man, um, yeah, 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 and. Like, I ain't want to, like, bite the whole, you know what I'm saying, let's take a poem and, like, like say it throughout the entire, like, eh, nah, I ain't finna do that. But I did want to, like, touch on something um, and, like, string note, uh, that track and the next track. I needed something to string those two tracks together because then I ended up yeah. talking about money and stuff on the next track, so. I feel that. I feel that. The, the line that stuck out to me that was so clean, bro. <laughs> you said, so God bless America, a third world country with makeup on. You don't <laughs> make what you fake, but you can't save us from. Oh, damn, yeah. bro. Like, like what did you what did you mean by America being like a third world country with makeup on? Like, I get it, but I want the yeah. audience to kind of hear what your thoughts were on that. Right. right. Um, like when I was in when I was in college, like sitting in like count classes and economics classes. We was talking, all the professor was talking about and what we've seen in the books is like, yo, America is a country that operates on debt. I'm just like, huh. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as you hit 18, your mailbox just get flooded with credit card offers and shit. Like, like, dude, I don't even, like, I barely got $2 to scratch my ass. And like, y'all want me to pick <laughs> out a line of credit for what? So, like, we really ain't, folks ain't really rich is what they portray. It's all for show, here. It's all for show yeah. man. Social media is all for show. So, oh yeah, one hundred percent. So going back to because uh, you talked about the the little black girl. So going back to Susie Carmichael and my audience don't know Susie Carmichael was a rugrat. She was the only black black rugrat. Shout out, shout out, shout out to the black rugrat. You got me, you did. <laughs> so yeah, so little black girl. You talked about the protection of little black girls, man. How do you feel about just the uh, the abduction of little black girls? Because that, that's been a like you said, it's been like a highlight of this last year and even years prior, like little black girls being abducted. We also had a big artist, T.I., be accused of trafficking black girls, man. So what are your thoughts on the trafficking of, of black girls and, and how you feel about T.I.? Like, what do you think about that? Man, man, wrong is wrong, man. Like, straight up. As far as um, like how I feel about like trafficking black girls specifically, man, it's... 
it's hard enough being black in America and like I can't even imagine what it's like to be a black woman. Like you're you're constantly at the intersection of racism and sexism. Like you oper- they operate at that at that point every day, regardless of like what avenue that they they're in, work, school, home, relationships, everything. Uh, I feel like black men, like I'm gener- I'm speaking generally. Um, we need to do a better job at leveling that playing field. It's black men out here doing the work, but then it's also black men that are like 100% definitely the problem. So Yeah, menace society type shit. Right, like right. <laughs> and it'd it be an it uh, interesting position because um, I see, you know, we we had, when we were doing lives a lot, we would go on live and we brought a guest on. I don't know, shout out to her, shout out to Mimi. We brought a guest on. One, I asked her, what does she want from black men as a concern in the conversation to protect black women? She was like, I just want y'all to hold each other accountable. As a black man, I think that's something we could definitely um, do better on. I think a lot of black men, I see them take the angle of, oh, that's just a him thing. Or my my homies, we not like that. Or, you know, it's always, I'm not attached to that. But we got to also realize that um, if one person is fella, it's a bad look on all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's hard for us to not share that responsibility. I know it ain't us as individuals doing that. None of us are doing that type of shit that T.I. has been accused of. At least I hope not. But I feel like <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> at the same time, we we have to figure something out. Like, we we got to come to an agreement. We got to figure something out. Like, so one of the other cases that kind of stuck out with me is uh, there's this a, a situation where some girl was being hit on at some gas station. I think it was like in New York. And these dudes attacked her because she didn't want to let him buy her some wine. Oh, yeah. So I've seen like, that video. I've seen that video. I couldn't even watch this video because I knew that shit was going to make me mad, bro. I couldn't even watch this video. But what I liked, though, what I liked was there was a video of a whole community of black men showing up at the gas station where they stay to hold that man accountable. And that's the type of shit I think it's going to take for us to, to change the narrative. That's what I think holding people accountable looks like. So it's, yeah. it's definitely possible. We definitely got work to do. But I like what you said on that. I definitely feel like as black men, there's work to do for sure. For sure. Yeah. Definitely got to hold each other accountable. Uh, do you think, so you're going to hold somebody accountable? Are we holding T.I. accountable? Do we think this nigga did it? Like, what's up? Like, yeah, do you think he did it or not? I'm, I'm curious. Man. I'm curious. Man, that's a slippery slope, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he did yeah. it. Um, how many stories out right now? 15 or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely like 15, 15 uh, quote unquote women have, have come forward and said that he was a part of this sex, him and Tiny were a part of this sex trafficking. Yeah, yeah, like them as a couple. Like, if the if yeah. the shit happened, man, that shit sick, and like they need to prosecute it to the fullest extent of the law, man. Also, is also he canceled real. to you if, it's, if it come out to be true? It's a, if, if it come out to be true, yeah, man, like you in the same boat as R. Kelly and shit. Yeah, hey, that's a fact. We don't fuck with R. Kelly around any motherfucking parts, nigga. <laughs> Man, like, you innocent until proven guilty, but I mean, like, yo, nah. if they hey. was on some weirdo shit like that, like, nah, man, I can't, right. really, I can't really fuck with you like that. Yeah, no, nah, that's facts, bro. I, I, I'm not sure if he did it or not. I am trying to get more of a practice of just believing black women because we've, for a long ass time, for years, decades, we have a culture of not believing women when they've been victimized, you know? So right. I'm trying to get in a place where I'm just like, okay, let me let me think there's there's some validity to this and like take it seriously um, in the case of, that it did. Um, I will now, say that T.I. is definitely... This, 
Go ahead. I'm gonna say this to that point, and I'm gonna I'm bring up this next question. But I feel like what we need to move better to, as far as society, we need a better vetting process. You know, because on the topic of the TI, there was also an incident that he brought up on his page recently, where he shows screenshots of some of the girls who were like openly about like I'm about to lie and say that he did something to me just to see if she had posted, and she posted it, and it really right. hurt the validity of some of the claims of wrongdoing. And that's right. that's a bigger issue because if an accusation has enough power to where the accused is already guilty and people know that, you have to realize that some people, not everybody is honorable and won't use that to hurt you. So we definitely should do better at p- giving people who you know need a platform to speak on the wrongdoing they experience. That is completely fine. They, they shouldn't be written off. But we also should vet shit. We shouldn't just accept everything right off the bat because that could ruin a man's life. And I'm no, not saying did. that I believe black women, but you you have to be somewhere in the middle is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's a balancing act. It's definitely it's a balancing hard, act. Man. It's hard. It is yeah. hard. It is not easy. Like you really, it's really a case by case basis, man. It is no one size fits all when it comes to these type of accusations. No, sir. Yeah, facts, facts. But yeah, man, so that was another thing that you spoke on with this album that I liked. You you spoke on police and police brutality. And you have a couple of lines that really kind of stood out to me. You spoke on the Trayvon Martin case when you said, it's really simple, man. We should have made an example and killed Zimmerman. It was Zimmerman. So, so I'm curious, like, what, what, what brought you to feel that way? Man, I've been feeling like this. Uh, uh, it was a few years ago. I don't know if y'all remember the story, but like he had took like the gun or something and like auctioned it off or something. Like, I got, uh, yeah, I, that's, that's, that's the vague detail of it. I can't remember, because it's sold. I can't remember how much, but like he hit a little lick for it. Um, But like, yeah, he uh, he took the gun that he used to kill him and auctioned it off. I'm like, bro, the audacity. The fact that this nigga is still out here like walking around in the land of the free is one thing, but the fact yeah. that this nigga in front of the whole world like, yeah, motherfucker, I got away with it and like sick, basically, bro. like shit, nigga, I do this shit again because I know I can. Right, so sick, bro. Right, shit in Florida is weird, like goofy as hell, bro. Like they be doing, they be letting all types of shit like fly down. They stand your ground, shit, bro. They trying to bring that shit to Arkansas. That is, that's the shit that, that got him off. Just so you hey, know, it's, that's the law that got Zimmerman off. Hey, bro, they can, bro. Like, like my man K. Ray said, I'm from the rock, nigga. Get the Glock, nigga. I'm blessing goofy ass <laughs> niggas, boy. Stop making a limit, bro. <laughs> For real, boy. We don't play them games, man. But yeah, I think I think police brutality has obviously become a highlight. Like we just spoke on, but the cases that, that's happened, uh, George Floyd's that, that's happened this last year, man. And it's like, what? Where do we go? We're like, where do we go from here, man? Like, what's gonna be the thing? Like, people are just like, let's get Donald Trump out the office. Maybe Joe Biden can give us hope. I know Ice Cube came out with a contract, the contract with Black America, and he actually talked with Donald Trump about that, and he offered it to Joe Biden, and Joe Biden was like, let's wait till the presidency, like, well, you know, let's wait till I get in the office. I'm curious to see like if he actually takes that contract with Black America. But like, what do what do you think? some things like we could do like what what is is there any hope my g like what's going on man it's look i'm 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 pretty pessimistic when it come to that (laughs) uh because it's just like what you um like you got like 400 plus years of cars to go against like yeah at what point do it start to like turn around and then depending on who you talk to they're like yeah it's starting to look better. At least it's not like it was in the '60s and like, uh, or in the civil rights era. Like, it's just like, yeah. at least we're not in, in change no more. I'm just like, look, bro. 
I don't think I personally I didn't think Trump was the issue. He definitely wasn't the solution by any means, any stretch of the imagination. Fair, right. um, fair enough, fair enough. Didn't necessarily think Trump was the problem though. Like, okay. do I feel like Biden is gonna be the solution? I highly doubt it. But um, <laughs> like, I like the pause before real. saying it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that was real. That nigga, hey, that nigga tried to read the room. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it, nigga. Fuck y'all. <laughs> like, I just don't think. I just don't think Black America can vote like ourselves out of like the shit that we've been through. Like, it's a it's a component. You, uh, but like, we can't vote. We can't solely vote our way out of it. I like, think, and I think you know to elaborate on that. I think it's like. We can't vote ourselves out of that, but we can. I do feel like we can vote from letting it get worse. You know, yeah. like, for example, if we know stand your grand law is going to be used for situations like the Trayvon Martin case to happen in Arkansas, we need to vote from that happening. Now, no, right, on, right. on to your point, I don't I don't think we can vote a president in who's going to undo 400 years of oppression, you know. Um, I think that's our voting process is literally to save our lives. You know, niggas be throwing a fit about, oh, you're going to take my guns away when no one's even fucking planning on taking your guns away. What's at stake for us is way different for other communities across, you know, America, you know. Right. And I think with the Biden presidency, I'm 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 like in the middle on the fence about what it's going to look like. But what I can say is. Black people really came through to get that man elected, you know. So I, I am a bit more hopeful than I was with Trump about certain things happening. Two weeks in, he has um, signed some things that are um, generally good for Black people. Um, for one, he he made it he mandated that federal the federal government could no longer sign contracts with private prisons. You know, like that's that's a big deal. You know, the, the prison big. the prison pipeline is based off of what private prisons do. You know what I'm saying? When you can profit over that shit, you're going to look Boy. for putting niggas in prison. you making money Boy. off of it. So I think that's a good look. And that was something he he established and was meant to do for racial relations. So I think we had a, on a good on a good note, but I think no one is wrong for keeping their eyes open and not being too, too optimistic. And for what we know is we've experienced as a community. So we'll just see what happens, man. And all we can do is see what the fuck happened, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Always check to make sure that the tea is sweet before leaving the drive through. Uh. Hello, Frankie, you finish your order? You holding my line up. Baby, can you find what you looking for? I'm trying to see if I can buy what I'm looking for. That apple pie that's in the sky, that's what I'm looking for. I'm sorry, sir, but we don't feel none of that. Hey, I wish I was the rich, but I can Gotta eat, I'm trying to tell y'all. Hell nah. But yeah, man, we see that you got a versus coming up with the homie QG the Black Knight. And uh we definitely gonna be in that thing. We're gonna be watching that. Uh can you tell us like how did that come about? Like, you know, how did y'all end up doing that versus? And also how are you going to take home the dub, bro? We we, we wanna know. <laughs> yeah, we curious, man. We curious. Yeah. Well, uh, shoot, man, I know QG for a minute. That's my frat brother. Shout out to A5A. I got you. Yeah, TZ, TZ with that game too. See, that's like. What up, man? What up? How's college life, man? Hey, very fraternal, man. Very fraternal. For sure. 
See, I don't yeah, get the, I don't man. get the game talk. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm so oh, dead, man. man. Uh, but nah, yeah, man. So, but yeah, uh, shout out to QG. Shout out to the art, man. I've been rocking with them. Them the homies. I've been rocking with them for a few years. They got a they got a strong wave out here in the rock, man. And, oh yeah. Um, so yeah, we just, we were just talking one day. We've been needing a collab, so uh, it's just kind of like sprung from that. We working on a couple tracks, and he was like, "Man, we need to do a versus, like get some uh get some juice to IG." You know what I'm saying? Like you just like piggyback off each other's fan bases. So oh yeah, I like that. I like that, bro. Like little rock people gotta support each other more. You see what I'm <laughs> saying? Like <laughs> I feel like no, nobody gonna what. I think my mama used to tell me, bro, nobody going to love you like you. And I feel like nobody going to love the rock like we going to love the rock. You dig? So we got to support each other, man. So I, I definitely love that, that y'all, you know, getting together. Uh, we went to school with uh, a couple of those guys. We went to school with Price the Poet for show. Uh, Donald Price, man, that that man is a fucking wizard. See, Price, me and Price, like me and Price go back, back. Like we go back, like we grew up like on the same block, like three houses down from each other. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, my dog. Yeah. I'm like the gap. Yeah, man, that's that's lit, bro. That's hella lit. So how you gonna that's get that dog, man? Yeah, I ain't really, I ain't really got a bunch of bangers on there, but I got a couple. I got a couple. Oh, I think I can, I can pull it out with. So don't sell yourself short, man. You got a <laughs> oh, yeah. good motherfucking project, bro, and you got some nah. good ass tracks on there, man. But at the same time, we we've watched a lot of the verses, and that's why we were so excited. About this one, at the same time, it's about when you play the tracks, you know, what you come up with, what you counter the good songs with. Like, yeah. it really is a strategy to it. Because yeah, we're going to be sure. taking score. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to be taking score. You can't just come out with some BS, man. It's just like it's just it's just like a boxing match, man. Somebody right. hits you with a tab, you got to come back with a straight right or something. You know what I'm saying? Got to come back That's with facts. that counter hook. Right. Y'all right. both squad. Y'all both, you know. 06, so I know y'all coming with some shit. I've listened to both of y'all products, y'all projects. I know y'all got some good music, so I'm, I'm excited for it, man. We'll definitely be checking that out. And uh, go ahead and for the people, when is when is that versus? So people know when to look out for that. It's February 9th, man. It's February 9th. Yeah, February 9th, bro. We definitely gonna be I in that mood. February 9th at 8 30. We definitely gonna be in that mud. That's for sure. Yo, so I hope, I hope during the during the battle of the verses, you play a couple of our favorite songs, bro. So obviously we we fuck with uh Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. We fuck with 984668. 984668 is fucking flames. Like I don't even <laughs> I don't even understand how you took like a fast food, like you, the whole thing is just a fast food that analogy. Song, like bro. you in a drive-thru trying to holler at a female, you also like just saying, like, bro, like. It's shit going on. Like, I'm trying to get this. Right. I'm trying to get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was lit. But we got to know. <laughs> what does that mean? 984668. <laughs> what is that, bro? Let us right, know. I'm, and and Dunder Mifflin. What, what's going on? I uh Dunder Mifflin, shout out to if anybody watched The Office. We fuck with The Office heavy. Oh, like, anybody watch The Office, that's the name of, like, that's the name of the, the, the company that they work at. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, nine eight four six six eight. That was my that was my school lunch code. Oh. <laughs> we would have never known that shit. See, this is what behind yeah, the music is about. We gotta go behind the news on this shit, man. That's an exclusive. Yeah. That's Yo, exclusive was, content right there. 
Nigga, I was literally talking to this man at T's. I'm like, hold on, nine, nine, eight. Let me let me add that up. Hold on, that's that's seventeen. That's seventeen. No, no, I don't know. I don't make sense. He right, right. What's somebody number, nigga? But they ain't giving a whole number. So you like, yo, I need that last digit. Yo, that's lit. And so, so Dunder Mifflin Paper Company was just like, because the whole song is about you like blowing loud, you know what I'm saying, chilling, whatever. So I'm guessing that's like a play on like rolling papers or something like that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I fucked with I got to give Rasheem his props on that because I was like, I I didn't know. He was like, you know, bro, I I bet it's this. I was like, man, I got to give give y'all a snippet on that one. I got to give y'all this. This is the first time I've told this story. I got to give y'all that one. I had to do the name of the song. So the original name of the song was gonna be Drew Breeze. Mm. Like I do, okay. I know what I need, bro. Song I got that Drew Breeze past that. I I forgot because I had to change the hook too. I had to change the whole hook. Like I had Drew Breeze like in the hook. Yeah, but this nigga had that. Which I'm a I'm a I'm a diehard Saints fan. Like I'm I'm kind of crushed right now because we laid a fucking egg against Temple. But y'all try, um, y'all try, y'all try, But back it. Back in the uh, I guess I can't remember. I guess back in the summer, like he had that interview with Yahoo Finance, and he was talking about uh, about the flag and shit. I'm like, God damn it, yeah. dude! All you had to do was not say shit. Yo, I, I feel that. I definitely remember that, He's man. And I, as a football fan, I definitely hold Drew Brees in high regard. But I was disappointed. I'm a, first of all, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. Uh, <clears throat> shout out them boys. We hey, always gonna be hey. boys. I'm, America's team. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we y'all gonna we y'all gonna we y'all gonna get deck a long term contract, we not, man. We we not gonna we not gonna talk about that. Um, <laughs> considering, <laughs> considering the fact that this nigga Dak really just need to go like the Washington football team, just you know, because he he need to get out of this motherfucker. I, I feel him. Mm-hmm. I want him to stay, but he need to get out of this motherfucker. But because Jerry Jones not gonna give him a goddamn contract at all. But at all. nah, I definitely I definitely feel that man. So it was Drew Brees, which would play on that. Play on that some weed smoke. That shit lit. Uh, that either way would have been lit. I appreciate you not naming that. I had to. I had to do it. it. <laughs> he, he he hit me. He was like, "So you gonna you gonna you gonna change the name of the song or what?" <laughs> <laughs> like that same day, he hit me. I was like, "Yeah, bro. I got, I'm in the process of doing it now, bro. <laughs> I'm changing the hook right now, but bro, yo, and shout out to whoever producing your music, dog. Yo, y'all shit is fire, bro. You had several samples." First song by Rosie Royce, Rose Royce, Rose Royce, yeah, uh, Rose Royce, yeah, yeah Rose Royce. Uh, which song started that sample was iconic. My mama used yeah. to bump that shit. You see what I'm saying? And, and then obviously you had the young Lloyd at the end, bro. Like ah, this nigga, your sampling, like the the production is all very jazzy as well. You also got a couple of bangers in that too, man. Shout out to your production. Who, who produced your shit? Uh, we got to know. Dude, um, I'm on the YouTube hustle, man. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> like, it's hard. It was hard trying to, like, like get with, like, one or two producers around the city. Because, like, everybody, you know, everybody hustling, trying to do their own thing. But, yeah, I was on the uh, I was on the YouTube grind, man. Yo, waiting for that yeah, sample to clear. <laughs> I'm already knowing. YouTube I like that. YouTube, beef, YouTube, YouTube producers, man, they, they hard, bro. They yeah, hard. they be good. And that's the best yeah, way to get yeah, your yeah. beats out. Everybody not a fucking, you know, Mike Will made it or a boy Wanda. <laughs> so you got to have some way to get your, your music out to the masses. And YouTube is good for that. Like, I've heard of major mainstream rappers getting beats off of YouTube. So J. Cole. So J. Cole re- religiously get music off of YouTube and wait for this shit to, to clear. And he also produces his own shit because J. Cole is the GOAT. So yeah, shout out, shout out to them. <laughs> shout out to my man YK, man. 
So my man, YK Grim Music, yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my engineer. Like he, he mixed and mastered the whole project. So like the sound, like that's all him. Hell that's yeah, yo, up, shout out, bro. That shit sounds amazing, dog. Like, like I said in introducing you, I feel like you got a very jazzy feel, like very smooth jazzy. I do want to say though, I do want to say so. Uh, shout out Tia, Tia Donahue. That's the person who put us on to you. Uh, oh, she man. was like, "Yo, you got to interview." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was like, yo, like, you got to interview this guy, da, da, da. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I looked at your album cover. I immediately thought she was an R&B artist. Listen, uh, you hey, right hey, that was good. That was good. <laughs> 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 yeah, this that was was singing, okay? That was the first one. Yo, I was like, buddy out here with the uh, the unbuttoned goddamn <laughs> shirt, goddamn six-pack glistening in the sun. Head <laughs> ass, like, just the gym, bro. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> Nah, that was the point. That was the point. I was like, I got to get, so get some folks to listen to this. Damn, if I just like get like a graffiti background, ain't nobody going to click that. Let me let me yeah. click bait them into something real quick. Yeah. Hey, I mean, that's real, smart. bro. Women are yeah. definitely taste makers to what we making, so that's a fact, nigga. And it worked out, bro. Tia. Yeah, it you know, worked out. Yeah, shout out to you. Shout out to you, man. I'm gonna have to hit her up and tell her thank you for real. Yeah, for sure, man. But now we here on a mission. I want your total undivided attention with your permission. My intention is to come and pursue you before I do. Honestly, they had sex with so many committed women. I'm chill on monogamy. It's probably due to the fact that I ain't shit. My ex pressed me about a chick in my phone. I say I ain't hit. Why so serious, girl? Damn, you funny, Eddie Murphy. You delirious, girl. But I'm trash for that shit. A nigga with gaslight. Toxic insecurity. There were some other good moments on the album that I wanted to bring up as far as it concerns other conversations we've had. Is in Bedroom Thoughts, you said, honestly, I've had sex with so many committed women, I'm chill on monogamy. And I thought that was an interesting bar because the other day we threw a, a function on Clubhouse and we were talking about whether men sleeping with taking women makes them less trusting of women in general. Do you agree or disagree with that? Um, I 100% agree with it. Um, but I also want to throw a pin in it and just be like, yo, that's like vice versa as well. Like, I, like I have trust issues from that, but I mean, in my dating history, like I ain't shit either. So I can't, I can't just <laughs> pin it all on women. <laughs> we got a real honest man here, man. Hey, let's say, Carrie, I'm a real nigga, bro. I ain't shit. <laughs> I, I ain't, I'm, I'm not trying to paint the picture like I'm a saint. Far from it. Like I'm a Saints fan. Yeah, That's about as deep as it go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, yeah, just like man. I was like out here and just like, yo, women really out here doing as much dirt as niggas is. Like, what the fuck? Oh, this yeah. shit crazy. Yeah. Facts, you know, open facts. your eyes for real, man. So with that, with that in mind, can you can you see yourself in like a monogamous relationship? Uh I, I go back and forth with it a lot. Idealistically, that's the goal. Like once uh, you know, when I get to myself and shit, like all bullshit aside, like that's honestly what I want at the end of the day. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, wife, kids, dog, white picket fence, all that bullshit. I, that's what I want. Like, I want that cookie cutter, happy ever after shit. Like, I guess I can, I would classify myself as a hopeless romantic operating as a semi reformed fuckboy. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, like, monogamy, <laughs> like, in its purest form, like it's a beautiful thing. Like I got homies that's out here getting engaged. I got homies out here married, having kids. Like, and I'm like, I'm happy for them. Like they, they look happy as hell. They doing the thing. The ones that's in like they sustaining it and shit. Like doing it the right way. Like I'm happy for them. Like I'm like, like yo, my nigga. 
Like, help me. Right. <laughs> help me. That's what I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get on your level. Like, like having hoes and shit. Like, man, that shit really is is not what's up. It's not what's yeah. up. Yeah. I, I would I would say as a married man myself and a daughter on the way, I'm like two weeks. Congratulations, bro. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it it definitely is a beautiful thing. It has its ups and downs, but I, I appreciate where I am. TZ would tell you as the hoe that he is that the, <laughs> that the single life I just got also. <laughs> Hey, that the single life like also, that job, Hey, the single life also has its ups and downs. You dig? <laughs> I, I, w- I would like to speak on for the single folks. I will say this. I will say this. The grass is always greener on the other side. You know, I've I've spoken to people who are taken, and they like, damn, I really miss when I didn't have anything tying me down. And then you got people who are single, like, man, I really monogamy don't sound bad until you get monogamy, and you're like, uh. You know, maybe I wasn't ready for this. You know, so so it's it's always it really depends to me your level of happiness with what you're ready for in life at that time. You know, yeah. I think it's I think it's really it's really an individual basis because I know where I'm at in life. Just turning twenty six, I'm not ready for marriage. I know that. <laughs> I know for a fucking fact. So why would I put myself in a position where I'm lying to myself, rushing it if I know I'm not ready for that? And other people are. It's not even an age thing. It's really just a where you at in life thing. It's just it's a mental thing. You know yourself. And I can say, K-Ray, you seem like you know yourself. You know, hey, this is how I feel about this situation. But I know how I am. I'm not a, a saint either. You know, so yeah. I think that's that's real. Very mature conversations being had right now. I'm yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning myself. I hadn't really like I is 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 new. I hadn't really like been that way very long like i'm a proponent for like niggas going to therapy and shit man like there you go yeah for sure like mental health like for real getting to know myself that's like that's a not really uh it's not a an attractive process to go on but like the journey is beautiful if if any of that made sense no it it made perfect sense it made perfect sense you know i think i think that's one of the things that I've been playing around. It's easier said than done because I'll be, uh, I guess, vulnerable or transparent. Oh, wow. I had been it's thinking about, oh, wow. <laughs> I know, right? Fucking sky's <laughs> falling. But I had thought about <laughs> going to therapy. And the one thing that kind of made me take a step back and why I didn't do it is partly because it's the pandemic. I think when I really am ready to like divulge my experiences and what I'm needing to unpack, I don't want to do that shit over the phone. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm really ready to to do that, but I very much need that typical, okay, let me lay on the couch, fold my hands, but okay, so this is what's been going on with me. You know, like, that's kind of what I want. Um, but I think at the end of the day, mental health is very important. And I, I am happy to see black men be more open and receptive to seeking that out because I've heard people and previous generations look down on people who go to therapy like, nigga, that's why you fucked up now. Exactly. <laughs> you never exactly. worked that stuff out. And it, and then it, it feeds into the next generation. You know, so yeah. like that stuff has to go somewhere. Yeah, sure. those are people we were definitely raised by. So it's actually crazy. I will say, and this is just like a bit of advice from a married man. You know, I'm not saying I'm wise or anything like that. Bit of advice <laughs> from a married man, though. I've been on both sides of the spectrum. And what I will say is, there's beauty in a struggle. So, you know, J. Cole said, love yours. So wherever you are in life, just appreciate where you are because it will, the grass will always seem greener 
It would you will always be drawn to that forbidden fruit, the things you don't have. You all you hear it all the time. Married people want to be single, single people want to be married. Just enjoy where you at in your journey, and you'll be fine. Enjoy where you at. A lot of people don't do that. So enjoy where you at. Man. That's my bit of advice. Man, that shit was real. That was so, one of the realest oh. seconds we done hey, hell hey, 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 you gotta snap that up right there. You gotta snap that up. <laughs> that Good yeah, content, good, man. everybody. Yeah, that was good shit, man. Yo, 100%, man. Getting back to the interview, dog. We just had a preacher session. Uh, getting back to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> My man, K-Ray. So you mentioned in your music that you lost the bag. So you mentioned, uh, quote, I fucked around and fucked mine up like Flacco did. I moved back with my mom like I'm a kid. All right. So how how, how did you fuck up the bag? Like, what, what are the things that contribute to that? What do you mean by that? Man, a nigga got fired. Had a oh nine to five. Like, like I was with this, I was with this company. This company shall remain nameless. I ain't trying to get sued in there. <laughs> 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 nah, go ahead and drop that dish. That's real. That's real. Drop the dish. Hey, fuck Dunder Mifflin, nigga. Right. Oh, shit, I was with him because I was interning with him when I was in college, and like that, had like full time. Um, when I graduated, but yeah, I was with him for like six years and. Like, my boss at the time, me and her did not see eye to eye. Uh, I don't know if it was because I'm a 20-something-year-old black male that's opinionated, and she a 30-something-year-old white woman, and I was the youngest one on the team, and she just felt like she could talk down on me. I don't know if it had anything wow. to do with that. But, like, yeah, man, one thing led to another. Got suspended on some bullshit, and they hit me with that. Yeah, you know what? Just go ahead, come up to the office and turn everything in. I'm like, all right, that's Won't cool. At the, at the time... It was really, I wasn't even upset that I got fired. Like, because I should have yeah. been left. I just got comfortable. Yeah, I like, that. I wasn't listening to God at the time. Like, yo, he was telling me, like, yo, my nigga, you might want to, you know what I'm saying? Look at your options. You might want to get back out there, put some applications in. Wasn't doing it. Um, Yeah, one thing led to another. Got fired in, like, the whole, like 2019. No, wait, when did, when did that happen? Yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, 2019 was Ghetto as hell for your boy, man. <laughs> Ghetto is hell. Like, got this. I went like, whoo, do, 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 do. I went like two months or so between paychecks. Wow. Which, I mean, it could have been worse, but like, car no rent. You definitely like, got food as an before adult. Then, like, everything just piling on top of each other. Like, yeah, nah. I had already, like, ran through my savings before that. So it was like, yeah, bro. It was literally like paycheck to paycheck. And like, most of my bills at the time was two, three months behind. So, wow. That's you crazy. definitely, you definitely a man for being transparent and honest about that. I, I spoke on a previous episode. Where I feel like that's a hard thing to do. That's a crazy situation, man. Because I'm, I'm in a similar situation, my work situation, being like the youngest black man on the team, working under, uh, working under someone who doesn't understand my experiences. Um, White supremacy. It's very frustrating. I'm not even going to incriminate nothing. That's why I just said I'm going to say. It's it's Ooh. hard sometimes. That's all I'll say. It's, it can be hard. So I definitely sympathize and empathize with what you experienced, man, for sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a black man in the military, so I 100% feel y'all sure. <laughs> oh, a whole another color right there. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just got to ask. I just got to ask. What kind of car you drive? I drive. Well, first of all, hold on. I'm not in the <laughs> army. <laughs> first of all, let me just say this. I'm, I'm, so not, in, I'm not in the army. I'm in the air force. Let me just put that out there. 
but I, I, I drive a Mustang. I don't drive a Charger. <laughs> drive a Mustang. It's classy. The Mustang classy. Classy. I had to do it, bro. My bad. I had to do it. No, you had to. You had to. You had to. I'm fussing with it. <laughs> Man, interviewing me. Basically, he said that one second. I do want to, I just want to, um, for a moment, just brag on the artist you are and what you do good in terms of your art in hopes that all of the Behind the Muse listeners really know the type of music you make so they check you out. So one of the things that K-Ray is really good at, he really is good at crafting vibes. He has multiple vibes on this project. He, Like we said earlier, he's a great storyteller, but he also yeah. gives you very complex and layered songs. He got a lot of versatility. And one of the things that really stuck out to me when I heard it, when I was like, oh, yeah, we on to something, is that he is really a true poet. Like, just really, like, you really gift it, and it's exciting because... You know, us men from Little Rock, that's not the only reason why we fuck with you, but knowing that you're from Little Rock makes us want to root for you even more, man. Like, so by all means, man, we just wanted to give you your flowers for a moment, bro. You, you, you're talented as fuck, bro. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 100%, bro. I, uh, I didn't even know you were from Little Rock, uh, prior to me hitting you up. I just, I literally got told by Tia to hit you up. I hit you up. Uh, or I, you know, told by Tia, listen to your music. I was like, damn, I was in by track two, nigga. <laughs> like, track two really was, set it off, bro. Track two I was, was a like, great ass track. Yo, that that track right there, bro, is so layered, and it's just I've had to revisit it so many times. The same with uh your school ID number nine six eight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's so it's so many layers to this album, things to peel back. And I appreciate that as a hip hop head to, I want music that I can come back to. I don't want music that I can hear one time and be like, okay, I know exactly what the fuck he said here. Cool, yeah, cool, cool. Easy. I want things I can come back to revisit. And that's exactly what this project was. So man, yo, definitely take those flyers, man. We appreciate you. I appreciate that, man. Like that, um, that, that that's definitely like appreciated reassurance, man. Like, Niggas say thank you and like you know what I'm saying like running the mill like nah like I appreciate that like I, I it was I was working on this for like three years because like I was real brand new at rapping like I'm still real brand new at rapping been a fan my whole life but like real brand new at like crafting songs and like trying to be dense but not too dense because I mean I'm a nerd at heart. Oh, like, that's the best on your top five. You definitely that make a lot of sense. <laughs> that make a lot of sense because Lupe is on the very far end. And, okay, I'm about to be as dense as fuck. If y'all don't get it, then fuck you. Like exactly, literally. exactly. And then some of some of his shit. Like I'm like, goddamn, my nigga, I can't, I can't go with you here. Like I'm not ready. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not there yet. You you also shout out like Back to the Future like with the the flux. Oh, my man, got on. Yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely I definitely can see like you're complex, dog. You're not just <laughs> bro, I love you're not just some nigga. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like you right. you got layers to you, bro. What what that nigga on Shrek say? Like oh, I'm an onion head at. You know what I'm saying? You got some <laughs> shit. <laughs> you got some. Not shit. an onion, bro. Hey, that's what he said. That's what Shrek said. Hey, man, shout out Shrek. But yeah, you got some shit to feel back on your music, man. I can see it. You know, personally, I can definitely see your music, man. So definitely appreciate you comment on the behind the muse, bro. Appreciate for you. sure, for sure, man. And you know, um, we always want to, you know, as it concerns closing thoughts, where do you see yourself by this time next year? Where do you want to be? Where do I want to be? Um, honestly, 
Uh, in life, just want to be more, uh, want to be more secure in life. That part ain't really, it ain't really no deeper than that. As far as, um, I don't think not, not at the moment, not trying to, I'm comfortable, but I'm like right now, I just want to like kind of enjoy the comfortability of that. Our niggas want to talk about like grind, 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 grind is like, which yeah, for, for sure. Let's get to it. Let's grind. Let's, let's, let's get it. But like, at what point is it okay to like, kind of take a deep breath before you go on to the next journey? Yeah, like I'm right, I'm right there. Like I ain't really quite ready to just, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying? No, no sleep. But like right now, I just want to enjoy it for for a quick second. Yeah. Music wise, the name of the game, which I'm I'm like the artist one aspect of it, but being indie out here, no like no label pushing you or nothing like that. You really have to push yourself. I'm not a fan of that part. Like full transparency. Not a fan of like the business side of the music business. I'm here for the art. Like yeah, all day every day, but I'm having to teach myself how to um how to market myself, teach myself how to like put myself out there, gain connections, blah 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 blah. Then over the next year, I just want to get better and more efficient at that. Yeah, I gotta. It's a it's an organic like grind. It's an organic push. So like just like step by step, just trying to grow a little bit each day and just enjoying the journey until then. Yeah, join join a journey, man. That's that's Love. a big part of it, dog. Like enjoy where you at right now, Love because yours. you are definitely headed to higher heights, man. I look forward to to seeing your name and lights. I, I don't, I'm grateful that we got a chance to to talk to you when you you know what I'm saying you're humble. You know, hope you were, <laughs> hope, you, right. hope you keep that humbleness about yourself as you you know uh, carry on to uh, bigger and better things, but. You know what I'm saying? When you own the Breakfast Club, I hope you remember BTM. We coming up together, man. Who's to say y'all not going to be the next Breakfast Club, man? We coming oh, up together. Hey, that. Appreciate hey, that. You're real. right. That's real. You're right. We just coming up together, man. Both yes, Breakfast Club. Right, man. For sure. Yeah, man. Hey, like I said, man, please get this man's project. His music is fire. Like, it, I mean, it's just, it just worth to check out. The more you know, uh, on Apple Music, I believe it's on Spotify and other platforms. Like, Please get that. on it. Like these are, yeah, these are everywhere. Check it out. Yeah, go follow. You want to drop your your Instagram? Some people can go follow you, man. Oh yeah, Instagram, Twitter, they both the same. Uh, the real K Ray underscore T H E R E A L K R A Y underscore. Had to spell it out because you know niggas they spell. Put <laughs> 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 it different way. <laughs> Nah, that's real, man. Please go check out this man Instagram. He has the link in his bio. Check out this man's music. It's definitely dope. And shout out to The Rock, man. We're doing fucking beautiful things, though. We're doing great things. So appreciate you, K-Ray, for pulling up on us, man. I appreciate you for having me, fellas. We got to connect off of here, man. We got to connect for sure. Oh, oh got to do that. Got to do that. Like a runaway slag on free. I love how you ain't lady like for hoes. Be conceited. And I exfoliated just in case you wanna see the free.